Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Okay, you guys, there is so much more to life than just workouts and healthy recipes. This is all of those real moments, the good, the bad, and the sometimes hilarious things that make life so worth living. So how do you live it? This is the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of Let's Do Life. I am your host, fitness and nutrition expert, Autumn Calabrese. Today, we have a really fun topic, you guys. Um, Skin is in. Your skin, it's the largest organ in your body, and we need to understand what and why we are putting on something on our body and how that affects our overall health. Um, I've shared before how I am a believer in essential oils and their healing properties. I've used them for my anxiety, to help me recover from seasonal allergies, uh, to relieving headaches and migraines. So today we are going to talk about how my guest went from surviving to thriving in the skincare and the beauty industry and how through his own personal journey to heal, he's helping others heal through his incredible brand that is relaunching and that's Clark's Botanicals. It's one of my favorite topics, you guys, skincare. So please welcome to the show, Francesco Clark. Francesco, how are you? I'm doing well. What an honor to be on your show. Thank you so much. I am so happy to have you on the show. So I read your story and immediately was just captivated by it. So for those of my audience who don't know your story, can you share with them a bit about yourself? Where Absolutely. you're from originally? Um, I was born in New York and my mother is 100% Italian and my father is 100% uh, New Yorker. So uh, born in New York, but lived the first seven years of my life in Italy. And then we moved back to New York after that. So Italian was my first language, my first food. I'll always speak at home right now. Um, and it's the culture that I, that I grew up in with my family. <clears throat> Soon after college, I started working in the fashion industry at Harper's Bazaar magazine. And I was there for one year. Um, and I was working with, um, as an assistant with such luminaries and meeting, meeting people like, um, Donna Karen and Sting and, um, understanding what New York fashion week was and really getting a peek into seeing what it means to have a vision of something that you want to do and then make it a reality. And it felt like my dream job, um, I was there for one year, um, and then I had been offered a promotion, um, and I accepted. And on Memorial Day weekend, I was um, I went to Long Island to celebrate the beginning of summer and um, my promotion. And it was with friends of friends of friends, so complete strangers. And I get to the house on a perfect 75-degree um, sunny day, and there was a pool at the house and the metal ring ladder that's normally in the deep end was somehow put in the shallow end of the pool. And I dove in thinking I dove into the deep end. But in fact, I dove into the shallow end of the pool. And the second that I did that, my chin hit the bottom floor of the pool and it snapped back with such force that it shattered my C3, C4 vertebrae, which are two inches above that little bump in the back of your neck. And I became paralyzed in the blink of an eye. Oh my God. Yeah. It was one of those moments when fight or flight takes over. And for me, fight took over. And so I was completely alone. So I was underwater floating with my arms splayed out to the side and I could see the little bubbles floating up from my mouth Luckily, somebody walked into the house and saw me floating, lifted my head above the water, and I said, call 911, you just saved my life. They didn't believe that anything was wrong with me because I didn't have a scratch, I didn't have a bruise, there was nothing visibly wrong um, that you could see. And so I started bossing people around and telling them, you know, to stabilize my neck, 
take me out of the pool. And they soon helicoptered me over to SUNY Stony Brook on Long Island. And the surgeon came up to me and told me that I had a 19% chance of surviving not only that night, but the next two years of my life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, it's one of those uh, life moments when reality really kicks in. And it didn't make sense to me because everything up until that point had been so great. You know, I was 24 years old. I was proving my independence to myself and to my family. It was a perfect day. Um, I had just been promoted. And then the blink of an eye, it all changed. And I was being told that I wouldn't survive. And so the doctor came and said, well, we have to call your next of kin to let them know. And my parents were on vacation in Florida with my sister. And I said, no, I don't want that phone call to happen. And so he said, okay, I'll give you a minute. I'll come back. He came back four times. And the final time that he came, um, he said, if we do not call now, then you actually will pass away. And so I got on the phone with my mother and my father. And my mother said, now that I can hear your voice, I know that you're going to be okay. We're taking the next plane up to New York and we'll be right by your side when you wake up from surgery. My dad gets on the phone with me and puts me at ease. Then my sister gets on the phone with me and she says, you know, the nurse told us that you didn't want to call us to give us the news. And she said, how dare, how dare you do that? Because of course we would be supportive and be by your side. And it started to give me more of a sense of um, hope and of strength because, you know, up until this point, I was kind of dealing with the next 15 to 20 minutes um, at a time and how to get through. I can't feel below my neck. I can't feel, I was losing also my ability to speak because my left vocal cord was becoming paralyzed and my left lung was collapsing. And so just dealing with surviving the next 15 minutes in chunks of 15 minutes was a lot to deal with. And so to hear my family on the phone was a huge relief. So I go into surgery and I'm in there for about 18 hours. And when I'm wheeled out, it was explained that they used a titanium rod to stabilize my neck. They took a graft of bone from my hip and um, stabilized the two vertebrae that I broke in the pool diving accident. And when I wake up, I see my mother and my father by my side speaking to the surgeon. And the surgeon is speaking to my parents and specifically to my father. But the surgeon is not realizing that my father is also a medical doctor. And the surgeon is giving the same prognosis that he gave to me. And he said, you know, 19% chance of surviving. He's never going to breathe on his own or speak on his own and forget about moving your arms or anything else. And... My father turns to him and he says, I hope you don't speak to your other patients like this because you could just say, I don't know. And when my father said that to him, my mom looked at me and she said, Sposta qualcosa, which in Italian means move something. So I twitch my shoulder and my mom looks back at the surgeon and she says, you don't know Francesco. And that was the first moment since I dove into the pool where I felt like I had so much support from this incredible group of people, like my mother and my father and my brother and my sister and my grandmother, where, of course, I was going to get better. And if you have the support of such incredible people, suddenly it didn't feel like too much to bear. For me, I felt like I was kind of being carried by their strength. And so I started doing non-traditional physical therapy I had an experimental um, surgery done and I started to regain movement and regain function. And as that happened, I started to deal with what it means to have survivor's guilt and survivor's guilt for me felt like I was trying to minimize the trauma of what happened to me in the people that I loved the most, like, you know, seeing the reflection of me being in a hospital bed through my mother's eyes or my father's eyes and trying to make it better for them. So for three years after my injury, I started to do physical therapy. 
and occupational therapy for about seven to eight hours a day. And it was the only thing that I could do psychologically and emotionally because I just wanted to make things better. And I didn't want to be a worry for people. And so I stopped caring about myself and I would shave my head bald every week. Um, I would wear the same t-shirt every day. I would wear the same hospital pants every day and I would wash them at night, but it was like, I didn't care about the way that I looked. I didn't really care about myself at all. Self-care just went out the window and I wanted to just fix what happened. Self-care, you guys, it's something I talk about pretty much every episode in one way or another. And if you've done any of my fitness programs, you know I talk about the importance of sleep. Not just any sleep, but like good quality sleep. Good quality sleep, that is more important than ever right now as we balance life and the craziness <laughs> that is life right now. Uh, not only is it a natural immunity booster, but it also helps with your energy and your recovery. For me, I was having a really hard time getting a good night's sleep several months ago because my mattress was messing with my back. And if you guys follow me on social media, you know I went on the hunt for the perfect mattress. And I can tell you it has not been easy. And if my assistant were on right now, he would tell you just how many mattresses I have unfortunately purchased and donated to friends and family members because they just didn't work. I have lower back issues and I would keep getting these different mattresses. This is supposed to be the best for your back. This is supposed to be the best for your back. And I would be in so much pain every morning when I woke up. But I finally found one, y'all. And actually, it was one that was recommended to me a number of times. I don't know why I didn't just start there. But it's my sleep number. And this thing is amazing. Like, it has so many awesome features. I love it. And the true test comes within the first week, at least for me. Like, when I lay on it, Okay, the first night, fine, no problem. But after a week, I know how my back is going to feel on that mattress. And my back has felt amazing, like so good. There's been no issues. I've been getting such good sleep. And actually, this was a cool stat that they told me when I went in to get my mattress, that sleepers who routinely use their sleep number 360 um, smart bed features, which I do use mine, they get almost 100 hours more proven quality sleep per year. A hundred hours. Do you know what that does for your recovery, for your energy level, for your mood, for how your body feels? That's a lot. That like a hundred hours more proven quality sleep based on internal analysis of sleep sessions, assessing sleepers who use multiple features of the sleep number products. The claims are based on sleepers achieving over 15 more minutes of restful sleep her sleep session. So that is really cool. Like I said, I absolutely love mine. If you are in the same boat, and I know so many of you are, because so many of you have messaged me saying, what did you end up with? What mattress did you end up using? I have the worst back problems too. Help me. So I feel like I've done a lot of the legwork for you guys. The sleep number for me, that, that's the mattress. It's proven quality sleep. It is feels like literally life-changing sleep because when you don't get sleep, oof, that is not a good day. And now you can save 50% on the sleep number 360 limited edition smart bed plus special financing on all smart beds only for a limited time at sleep number stores and sleepnumber.com slash autumn, A-U-T. U-M-N. So if y'all are looking for the perfect mattress, one that's going to suit your needs, maybe one that's going to suit yours and your partner's needs, I'm going to tell you, go check out Sleep Number. Don't do what I did. Don't go buy all the other mattresses only to have to donate and give them away before you go to Sleep Number. Get your 50% off. It's sleepnumber.com slash autumn. So first of all, how incredible and powerful like it just goes to show how powerful the mind is that uh i love the italian background i'm italian too and and i think i have that same spirit i i've never had to overcome something like you but um to have one doctor saying he probably will never and to have you know that mother's love and your father's love who are almost tough loving you saying move something because they just know that you have the ability and you to have that fighting spirit to, to 
subconsciously do it to twitch your shoulder when like that's powerful. I want people to understand the power of the mind because you could say I can't and then you won't, or you can fight and just, you did it. You just, you moved something when you were doing um, physical and occupational therapy, seven to eight hours a day, what were you doing? If you don't mind me asking, if you, because you said you didn't have feeling below your neck. Yeah. So was somebody moving your body for you or what was that? So, you know, you start working on um, exercises like sitting balance where you're propped up on the edge of a hospital bed and you have to kind of balance yourself um, with your like adjusting your head where you are and like moving your shoulders. And at this point, I was moving my arms a little bit. So knowing where to put my arms so that I wouldn't flop over. So that was one thing, stretching my muscles so I wouldn't get contractures. Regaining my lung function um, was really difficult because I was on life support for a little bit more than a week. I I was on a ventilator and I was intubated and getting off of the intubator, you know, meant the doctor speaking to my mother and saying, there's a high probability that he won't be able to breathe when we take this tube out of him. But if you think he wants to take this risk, then we will do it. And so it was a very difficult decision for my parents to take. And, you know, when they did, I started to breathe on my own, thankfully. And then they had me do these incredibly boring breathing exercises where you have to take a tube with this little can with a red ball in it. You have to blow into the tube and make the red ball float. And I did that for maybe like a day and a half. And then my best friend and my sister brought in a disc man um, and some speakers into the ICU. And my sister had the best of ABBA. And I started singing karaoke in the ICU to get my lung function back up. Oh, wow. So, (laughs) So doing things that were fun while being therapeutic and kind of, it goes back to what you were saying about like the power of the mind and really... I'm at my core an optimist and I'm, I'm always dreaming and the power of the mind to dream of what you want your life to be like and what, how you want it to improve and really where you see yourself has really helped me cope to think of where I can be, but also to make the current situation fun. Yeah. I, I, I love that so much. And I love that you, you know, you hear about the power of music and healing. So I love that you use that to regain your lung strength and function. If you had to look at it, what do you think was the hardest part uh, or like the most challenging part of your recovery? I mean, I still, I, I have good days and bad days all the time, just like anybody else. I am so lucky in that the people that I surround myself with don't treat me any differently than they did before I had my injury. And so I don't really think about recovery always in the same way that I would have in the beginning. I do have moments when maybe things are not accessible. You know, maybe it takes me a little bit longer to plan and coordinate when I need to go into the city and meet with people because with the wheelchair, it can get a little bit tricky. And so, you know, planning for that takes a little bit more time. Sometimes it does frustrate me, but I'm used to kind of being creative and using imagination to kind of get things done anyway. In the beginning, little things like being able to reach for a glass of water when you're thirsty, the little things would get to me more. But with that, I completely lost any sense of shyness in wanting to connect with other people and wanting to understand other people's stories too. You were, you were saying when I, before I asked you some questions, when you were talking about self-care and you were talking about the fact that you shaved your head and you wore the same clothes, was that, do you feel like that was just the part of being discouraged in the process or where was that coming from? Was it just protecting the people around you? Like, I'm just going to focus only on my recovery or did you not think you were going to recover? Um, no, I thought I, I've never had a doubt that I would get better. I didn't know how long it would take or 
um, to what percent or what degree, but the sense of not caring for my sense of self during that brief time was more about focusing 100% of my energy and making sure that my immediate family felt better about what happened. There was a sense of guilt. And I think that's why they call it survivor's guilt Mm -hmm. is that the surgeon was telling me that I was supposed to die. Right. And even if I survived the surgery, he was saying that I was supposed to die. And so when you survive a traumatic event like that, you have to deal with people asking you, how did this happen? But how could it happen? And you keep saying, like, I dove into what I thought was a deep end, but it was a shallow end. And ultimately, I felt like an idiot. You know, I did feel like, my God, I know how to, I know how to swim. I've gone into pools my whole life. How could I do this? And people are not doing it out of, there's no bad intention um, behind them asking. Getting asked that over and over sometimes makes you feel like, it's everything happens for a reason and that I do something wrong to deserve this. And you don't do it. You don't actively think like that, but it starts to kind of, you know, when you're up at three in the morning and you have, you want to scratch your face, but you can't really move your arm. You have those moments where you have too much time to think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when, for me, that sense of guilt came in because I would also start to think of, oh my, there's so much that needs to go into helping to take care of me now, just on a daily basis. You know, I started to think about that and I wanted, I just wanted it to be easier for my family. And so I didn't want them to worry about me. And so I became in essence kind of invisible. I didn't, want them to, I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be um, a worry. But in doing that, you also lose your sense of self. Do you feel like looking at the situation right now where you are, you said, you know, you can't help but question at times, did I do something wrong? What did I do to deserve this? Do you look at it in a more positive light with that everything happens for a reason. There's always two sides to the coin, right? It could be the negative or the positive. Do you look at it now and find the positive in it? We're going to talk about your skincare line and how that came to be. So do you, do you see yourself now as an inspiration to the other people, like to other people? Do you see, can, are you able to find the positive? hundred percent. possible to find oh. I mean, I love my life. I love everything that has kind of transpired and emerged and grown since then. And I don't, I don't think of myself as an inspiration because I think everybody has a story and everybody has challenges in their life. And the more that I speak and connect with people, the more that I see that, you know, mine might be visible, but other people have incredible stories that they have overcome. And that's part of life. And I love the fact that I have so much more of an appreciation for what it means to be alive now. I have a wider spectrum of experiences of color, of emotions, for looking at the little things that maybe before I would have glossed over. It's really, I have much more appreciation for family and for true connections with other people and for empathy. That's amazing. That's, yeah, yeah I would definitely say that's a, a positive, powerful side of it for sure. Yeah. All right, y'all, I want to tell you about something new that I have been using. Maybe I'm behind the eight ball on this, but doing personal development. That's something that's really important to me. So it comes in a lot of different forms. Sometimes it's studying, getting a new uh, fitness certification or nutrition certification. But a lot of times it's just reading, reading different books, different perspectives and gaining more knowledge. But here's what I can tell you. While I do love to read, my schedule is crazy busy. And a lot of times when I sit down to read at night, 
I'm pretty tired <laughs> and I get through a page or two and I end up falling asleep. So I don't get very far into my books. So now instead of reading them, what I like to do is listen to them on Audible. I love to do this while I go for walks. I take a walk almost every single day around my neighborhood and I love just putting in my headphones, putting on my new favorite book and doing my personal development, listening to a good story or a new business book or or an educational book on nutrition, like I said, and just enjoying my walk. And Audible has allowed me to do that. It, it has so many different titles, everything from the new bestsellers and new releases to like the celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation. It's all on there. There's so much for me to choose from. I actually just started listening to a new one. It's The Decision by Kevin Hart. Y'all know I love Kevin Hart. So I'm really enjoying listening to this new book by him. It's great, you guys. And here's how it works. Audible members, as an Audible member, you get one credit every month and it's good for any title in their entire premium selection. That means, again, like I said, the latest bestseller, buzziest uh, new releases, hot celebrity memoirs, all of it. You get one credit towards that each month. You also get full access to their popular Plus catalog, and that has thousands of audiobooks, original entertainment, it has guided fitness and meditation, sleep tracks for better rest, podcasts, including ad-free versions, because... I know y'all don't love your ads, even though I'm doing one for you right now. All of it's great. It's included with your membership, so you can download and stream all you want, no credits needed. And you can always find the perfect title for whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through, or whatever you're just feeling. With everything you love to listen to all in one app, Audible is literally like your playlist for life. I love it. I use it. I will be listening to my book today while I'm out on my walk. New members can always try Audible for 30 days on us. You guys can visit audible.com slash autumn or text autumn, A-U-T-U-M-N, to 500-500. That's audible.com slash autumn or text autumn, A-U-T-U-M-N, to 500-500. Check it out. As you went on the journey and your self-care was not there, what was going on? What was the turning point for you that said, okay, I am going to take back control. I am going to get back to my self-care. What was going on with your skin? What was going on with you? How long into the process and what was that that started you down a new path? Absolutely. So three years after my injury, I started to notice before that, but one of the side effects of my spinal cord injury is that not only could I not move or feel 99% of my body, but my skin stopped reacting to temperature. And with that, your skin loses its ability to sweat and rebalance itself and release toxins. And so if I was in a room with any windows, um, I would avoid windows because seeing my reflection, I would just burst into tears and I avoided mirrors at all costs. But three years after my injury, I was on my way to doing physical therapy and Barbara Walters came on air and announced that Christopher Reeve had just passed away. And he was Superman. I mean, he was my Superman. He was my superhero. And he was the biggest advocate for other people with spinal cord injuries and also just people that wanted to have a voice. And now he was gone. So I was in physical therapy and I was thinking about it so much that I realized I needed to take more of a responsibility for what happened to my life. And I needed to take more of an active role in what happened to me. So that meant not staying home all the time, not doing physical therapy and avoiding other people all the time. And I had been asked to be part of an advocacy group in Westchester County and then New York State. And the next meeting was the next day. And so I decided right then and there, I said, you know what? I'm going to do more. I'm going to do physical therapy and something else. And so that night when I came home, I told my mother I was going to attend this meeting. And so I had to put on real pants and I had to put on a real shirt. And for the first time I looked in the mirror and ironically, when I looked in the mirror, I had to really face not only my injury and what it meant to be in a wheelchair, but I saw my skin. And I looked 10 years older than I was. 
I had red flaky skin, but it was gray. It was oily and dry. And it was a perfect storm of anything and everything that could go wrong. And I felt strong by this point. I felt happy, but I didn't look that way. And I wanted to connect with other people now. And I wanted them to want to connect with me. And so I wanted to have more control of my own narrative. And that meant also presenting myself in the way that I wanted to be perceived. And so I turned to my father, who's a medical doctor and a homeopathic doctor. And I said, nothing is working on my skin. I've tried the $300 creams, the $3 creams, prescription over the counter. You have to help me find something that's going to make me look like myself again. And so we started looking at botanical extracts and, you know, different medicinal um, ingredients that we could use and tinctures and really starting from what he knew and starting using him as an encyclopedia of medicine and science. And it took us five years of literally mixing in our kitchen um, here in Westchester, New York, what would work for my skin and rebalance my skin. And it wasn't until we found what became today our proprietary Jasmine Catalyst Complex, what would make my skin look good again. And let me preface this by saying that I never wanted to sell product to other people. That was never my goal. I was just doing this as part of my psychological and emotional recovery from my spinal cord injury to look good again. But once my skin started to look good, you know, my sister would steal some of the vials that we were making in the kitchen. And then her skin started to look better. And then my mom noticed that her skin looked better. So my mom started to steal other vials that we were making in the kitchen. And so essentially I had created this pyramid scheme of kleptomaniacs, <laughs> of like homemade skincare products. And little by little, more people started using it, but we weren't selling it. We were just giving it away because it was like in these ugly glass vials and it was ugly to look at, but it, were work, it would work really well. And then finally, one of my former bosses at um, Harper's Bazaar called me in because she heard I was doing better and I didn't have money for an aide or a nurse at the time. So my sister would drive me around and my sister came with me to the meeting and the editor in chief came and saw me and she said, you look the same. You just look like you're sitting. And my sister said, well, he's not just sitting around doing nothing. And she took out one of the little ugly glass vials that she stole from my room and she gave it to her. And then she said, well, if you're using it, I'm going to use it. And then um, we find out that they wanted to shoot it in the magazine six months later. And that's when it became a brand. And that's when we had to figure out how to package this skincare product. And that's when it became Clark's Botanicals. What, like, what an adventure. And for five years, you're just in the kitchen, little, you know, being scientists, creating these little vials. What, what was that like? Like you're, well, first of all, had you used essential oils before, before your injury? I know Um, your dad does homeopathic. mm -hmm. We, so it's funny that you should say that because in the ICU, they would use essential oils like to give me like a massage on my muscles to relax my muscles and to have that sensorial experience and the smell of it in the hospital to calm you down. But no, I hadn't really used it on my skin before. So was it your dad's idea to say, let's like, let's start trying these essential oils and see what happens? Yes. So everything that we do is based on the empirical scientific process. Mm -hmm. And even though we are, clinically clean. We focus on clinical testing, having real real results using almost 100% natural ingredients, but using the best of science and the best of nature. So really looking at what it means to be innovative um, using botanical products means using versions of natural ingredients that are even better than you would traditionally find in nature. So for example, we would use, and we do use, a dehydrated algae microsphere in our products that is much stronger than if you were just to put algae that you would find on the beach. 
on your face. So the dehydrated algae microsphere is immediately attracted to underneath the top layer of the dermis, and it attracts moisture from the air, and then it plumps up to give you long-lasting hours of hydration, and it's boosting collagen production in your skin. And that's why everybody's loving the products because you're starting to see results. And I think for me, that's the whole reason why I made them for myself is because nothing else was working. Right. So here you are, you have like your new vials, it's starting to work. You're, you're now at Harper's and they're going to shoot it. One, like I said, what a cool journey to be on. Did you, you were in fashion, right? So yeah. Yes. Do you also have a background in chemistry or is this, is all the knowledge you have now just from the years of working side by side with your dad and learning and going through this process to be where you're at now? The only reason why I learned as much as I did is because when I came into and fell into the skincare industry, I came from the point of view that I'm an idiot. I don't know anything about this, but I'm going to ask all the questions and I will learn as much as I can. So I came into skincare as an open book, asking everybody that I would read about. I mean, I am one of those people that when I read an article in Women's Wear Daily or in the New York Times or something, I'll email the person that, they're, that they write about. And almost everybody would write back. And so um, I started to create this this conversation and I was becoming part of this conversation where I realized that people actually want to help and people are excited about starting a dialogue with somebody else, with somebody new. And I looked at the scientific community and I started reading the New England Journal of Medicine with my father. We started looking up clinical tests on different ingredients with my sister, who's now a medical doctor and my mother who has her PhD and my dad who's, you know, so we have this, like, I have a library of knowledge just with my family, but really looking at every resource that I could to learn everything about what it means to have effective and better products to make your skin look the best that it can look. So cool. We're talking about our skin. We're talking about the importance of our skin. We're talking about the health of our skin and really the importance in, of what we put onto our skin and how that affects not only the way that we look, but it really does affect us from the inside out, you guys. And I try to be very intentional about my purchases and what is going to go onto my body, especially when it comes to what I'm going to put under my arms, when it comes to deodorant. I stopped using antiperspirants a long time ago because of the aluminum. I just don't want that on my body. And I have tried, I don't even know, countless different natural deodorants. And while I love the concept of them, a lot of them just haven't worked. I'm in the fitness industry. I sweat a lot. I work out a lot. So I really do need something that is going to protect me and not leave me wondering do I smell at the end of it all? But I've, I'm happy to say I found something that I really like. It's called Each and Every. So it's a natural deodorant. And like I said, this one really works. It, it, it's so good. I love the way it smells. It goes on nice and smooth. It doesn't feel like you're rubbing like a dry bar of soap under your arms. It has natural ingredients in it. There's just six simple, safe ingredients, things like coconut oil, dead sea salt, 100% natural fragrances from essential oils, also very important to me. And it's been proven to fight odor as well as an antiperspirant, but obviously without all the ickies of an antiperspirant. So I do love it. It's the first eco-conscious carbon negative packaging used in deodorant. I think that's also super cool. And it was founded by women who just felt that the industry could do better when it comes to natural deodorant, clean ingredients, and being better for us. All of these things are things that I love. It's why I like using it so much. And obviously, as I mentioned, it works, which is priority number one. I know if you guys try this, you will become a believer in natural deodorants as well. And you guys will learn to love each and every as much as I do. Right now, my listeners can get 30% off your first purchase. Yes, 30% off your first purchase, y'all. Just go to eachandevery.com slash autumn, A-U-T-U-M-N, and enter the promo code 
Autumn 30. So again, the promo code is Autumn, A-U-T-U-M-N, three, zero. You enter that at com slash autumn for 30% off today. Check it out. Was part of that clean ingredients, right? Was was that one of your main focuses from the beginning? Like we need clean ingredients or did that come from the five years of trial and error? So the way that I was raised, because my father's a medical doctor and also a homeopath, is that we would get blood work done um, probably three or four times a year, maybe three times a year. And according to your blood work, they would even do vitamin IVs, for example, but only based on what you were deficient in. And if I ever needed an antibiotic, for example, we would also take traditional medicine. So I have always been part of this environment that you have the best of what you can do with naturals and then the best of science when you need it. That is what clean skincare is. I just never, I never had to define it as a one, like a term And so that was always the approach of Clark's Botanicals. And when you think about how we were one of the first people in clean, it was just, we had never said the word clean, but we already were cutting out um, all of the ingredients that were unnecessary and potentially harmful. Right. That is, I I love that because that for me has always been a thing for me is clean ingredients. What am I putting on my skin? What are the ramifications of what I'm putting on my skin? I love that you guys have that for your consumer. These clean ingredients they they can trust. You you mentioned jasmine and that it is one of your proprietary ingredients. How did that come to be and how important is it in your product line? The jasmine catalyst complex is a combination of time release niacinamides, which is vitamin B3 which helps to brighten your skin um, and inhibits free radical formation. Um, The complex also includes red algae, which helps to give you a lifting effect. It supports collagen and elastin production in your skin. Jasmine enzymes with that to boost collagen production, but really soothe and heal the skin. And Arnica Montana. Arnica Montana is fantastic for healing and soothing. And putting those together in this unique complex allows to stimulate the skin in really innovative ways to really penetrate the second and third layer of the dermis with scientific and natural ingredients, but it's also calming the skin and acting as an anti-inflammatory. So that's the common thread through all of the Clark's Botanicals products. So, so that's in, in all of the products. Yeah. Okay. So walk us through the line a little bit. Like what what does Clark's offer? What are some of the different products that you have for us? We're actually launching right now. We're launching a new product, which is our Jasmine Vital Oil. And what I love about um, this Jasmine Vital Oil is that it really taps into a lot of the customer needs that we've been having conversations with since COVID-19 started and since quarantine started. So, you know, a lot of people... Ironically, we're home all the time, but we have less free time. So a lot of times with conversations that we have with customers, we started hearing the same thing over and over that you start to realize that the only time for yourself that you end up really having when you're home during this time are those 10 minutes after you take a shower, when you're in front of the mirror getting ready before you open the door. After that, you're kind of expected to be always available whether it's by phone or text or email or whatever, or Zoom. And so with that, people started to say, you know, I'm not putting on as much makeup as I was before. And I really want to use some products in this limited time that are going to make my skin look better. And they started to pay attention more to the ingredients that they started to use. And then they started to pay attention more to the positive results or negative results, but the results that they would get in whatever they were using. And then as that started to happen, they started to become more creative in their skincare routine. So the Jasmine Vital Oil is a perfect example because you can use three drops on your face, but you can also use it, like my sister, you will use it on her split ends and her hair and her cuticles. And you can put it on throughout the day. It takes 
six, 10 seconds to put on, it becomes one of those products where you're going to start to see the results because it has a lot of active ingredients in it. The 12 blend oil that we use in the Jasmine Vital Oil are very small molecular oils. So it's not going to give you that Vaseline shine. It's actually going to give you a satin finish, almost like a perfecting finish to your skin, but it's going to be minimizing redness and inflammation at the same time because the oils are acting as an occlusive. So they're locking in the active ingredients that are suspended in the oil. And so you're really essentially getting the best parts of what it means to be applying an effective serum and then the best parts of what it means to be applying a calming oil in one product. Wow. And really, it's like you said, for skin, but your sister uses it on her hair, on her skin, yeah. on her cuticles. So that's a that's like a powerhouse product that can be used in many different ways. And you said that one's new to the line? Yes, that's brand new, actually. And is that available now or not yet? Um, it's going to be available the day after my birthday on February 26th. <laughs> Happy early birthday. Okay, you guys, that one is coming soon. Now, we get, we get this question a lot. Which is good? What, what would be the product that's good for all skin types in your line? Jasmine Vital Cream okay. is our healing gel cream that is good for any skin type whatsoever. And it's a very lightweight moisturizer treatment that'll seep into your skin within seconds. What I love about it is that if you have normal to combination or normal to oily, you would use this in place of a moisturizer and it kind of, it lifts, it tones and it minimizes redness. So it's like a first aid kit for your skin. That's like the best way of, of putting it. If you have very, very dry skin, it becomes like a more effective and richer serum moisturizer. And then you would apply over that even a thicker moisturizer to give you amplified results. But this is the Jasmine Vital Cream is amazing. And if you have sensitive red skin, if you keep it in the refrigerator, it actually helps to um, decrease that reaction and puffiness. And it helps for my skin to reduce that appearance of redness. So, Oh, I love the pro tip right there. You guys yeah. you got a pro tip on how to use that one. Okay. Now what about for anti-aging? Anti-aging, if you're looking for a daytime moisturizer, I would recommend the Smoothing Marine Cream. It uses 5% sugar-derived glycolic acid. The reason why we're using 5% sugar-derived glycolic acid is that it's a small enough molecule to penetrate the second and third layer of the dermis. A typical moisturizer will use hyaluronic acid. And hyaluronic acid is fantastic because it, it holds 900 times its weight in water However, it's a very large molecule. So when you're washing your face, you're also washing off that ingredient at the end of the day. We wanted to create a moisturizer that would stimulate your skin to make its own hyaluronic acid. So essentially, you're plumping up the skin from the inside out. And you're going to start to see a reduction in the look of dry, fine lines and wrinkles, like around the eye. You'll really notice it, the cheekbone and the nasolabial lines. So... It's going to tingle when you put it on. That means that the glycolic acid is penetrating and that it's actually working on your skin and it's stimulating your skin to work. The Smoothing Marine Cream also incorporates dehydrated algae microspheres, which we mentioned earlier, help to attract moisture from the air. The microspheres plump up and give you hours of hydration while also supporting collagen production and elastin. And it just you're going to start to see your skin is revealing a, like maybe five-year younger look in about three weeks of using it um, once or twice a day. We will take that five years younger looking yeah. in three weeks, y'all. All right, sign me up for that. Okay, so I have a question for you. I want you to talk about mirror moments. So for me in fitness, my most like gratifying moments come from seeing my clients' transformation photos. Like they're side by sides. And um, you have talked about mirror moments. So can you share what that is and why that's so important for you, for your client customer experience? A mirror moment is when you have those five to 10 minutes, maybe after you've showered in the morning and you're 
getting ready in the morning at your bathroom sink, you're having this conversation with yourself. You're thinking about what you need to do on a particular day. And then you're thinking about maybe even things you would like to do. And you kind of dream a little bit of like, oh, to get done. Um, oh, and then I want to do this. Oh, and then I want to do that. And you kind of start psyching yourself up and you're building yourself up and you're having this healthy conversation with yourself and you're pumping up your confidence. A mirror moment is when you're imagining not only everything that you want to get done, but being happy and doing it in the way that you would dream of doing. And so you're kind of imagining this like superhero version of yourself doing it. But then as you're probably putting on skincare, as you're thinking about all this stuff, you're realizing that that person is you. And it really starts to become one of those moments of self-confidence and building that self-confidence to make your dreams come true. I love that. I love that specifically because you said at the start of our conversation that you avoided mirrors at all cost. And now you're using the mirror as the way to build yourself up, not tear yourself down, which I think is so important. And, and to find that inner strength and the, the inner and outer beauty and all of it. So I love, I love the meaning of the mirror moments. We all shop online, right? I know I do. We shop for everything from clothing to skincare to just basic home needs and groceries even more. And I know we've all seen that dang promo code field that just taunts us at checkout. Like, do you have a promo code? And if you don't, you feel silly that you don't. You're like, why don't I have this promo code? But you guys, thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a total thing of the past. So if you don't know, Honey is the free browser extension and it scores the internet for promo codes and then it applies the best one it finds to your cart. And what's cool is it supports over 30,000 stores online, everything from sites that have tech and gaming products, I know my son loves those, to like popular fashion brands and even food delivery, I love those. Uh, And here's how it works. So imagine you're online, you're shopping, one of your favorite sites. You go to checkout and the honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds and then honey searches for coupons and it finds one for that site if it has one for that site. And if it finds a working coupon for that site, you're going to watch the price drop, which is so much fun. So for me, I know I've used it to buy some of my favorite workout clothing. I've saved tons of money that way because I do love to shop for my workout clothes. I got Dom some new headphones last month with them, saved $15 on that. It's great. Like who doesn't love to save and why wouldn't you? So Honey has over 17 million members, you guys. It's found over $2 billion in savings. $2 billion with a B. That is a lot of savings. And I know I would like as many of my dollars to stay in my pocket as possible. So if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free. It installs in just a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and you're going to be supporting this podcast, which I love and appreciate. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash autumn. It's joinhoney.com slash autumn, A-U-T-U-M-N. Don't miss out on those savings, y'all. Check it out. What would you say is your defining or your most proud moment in your life so far? Oh, God, that is such a hard question to answer. I know. There are many. I mean, I think that sometimes just being with my family when we have family dinner nights and just being together and enjoying that time, I'm very proud of being able to enjoy their company and to have a conversation as an adult with my mother and father and, you know, just connecting with them on a human level. Whereas before it kind of felt more like rushing around to get things done without really enjoying that quality time. I think since having survived near death, 
it's not always specifically about, oh, I started a brand. It doesn't become, those types of things are not the life-defining moments, but it's more making the everyday moments more meaningful that you become really proud of and spending time with my two nephews and um, my two nieces. Um, that's really ultimately what I think makes life important because those are the people that are going to be by your bedside when you need it most. Yeah. I think that's really beautiful. Making the everyday moments, the moments that count. I love that. Now you've written an amazing memoir, walking papers, starred in a PBS documentary on the essence of happiness called this emotional life. What makes Francesco Clark happy? What does happiness mean to you? Uh, resilience. So for me, happiness means having a sense of resilience and to just keep going. And I get that question asked a lot and I've took me a while to figure it out, but even when I'm having a bad day, you just keep going. You just, even if you don't have the answers to get something done, you have to keep asking those hard questions to having conversations with other people reaching out for help, continuously being curious about life. Um, but ultimately knowing that I don't know, I don't have all the answers, but I'm willing to be on kind of that path to learning. And with that comes being part of the journey, which means taking a step every day to be kind of active and present in your own life. Yeah, I love that. What is one piece of, the, of life advice that you have for the listeners today who may be just dealing with their own personal hardships or feelings of helplessness. Don't base other people's outer experiences or outer appearances on the way on your inner self. So just because somebody looks like they're successful and just because somebody looks like they're happy and this Instagram focused life, does not necessarily mean that they are. And you should not be comparing yourself and the way that you know that you are on the inside to the way that they look and that you're perceiving them to be. That one's so true. And I think so many people deal with that now because of social media and how it's become picture perfect all the time. So I love that piece of advice not to compare. Yeah. And so you know what? I don't, I don't really... I always have a little bit of a hesitation to when I meet somebody who presents themselves to be perfect. I don't tend to gravitate to people that don't have kind of that whole human side to them. It's, it's, I totally get what you mean, because when you see like that, it starts to feel like, and I'm not saying it in a negative way, but like, is there something you're trying to bury? Is there something you're trying to hide or overcompensate yeah. for? Like we all have hard days. We don't have to pretend like, we don't all have hard days. So you almost wonder how much more pain they might be dealing with when it does look picture perfect always. And there is nothing like real life about it. Yes. Yeah. So what does the very bright future hold for you, Francesco? What are you up to next? Well, we are growing the brand, which has been definitely challenging the past year during COVID-19. Um, but I'm so honored that we're working with, you know, this incredibly talented team at Clark's Botanicals and really leaning into um, everybody's experience and real just passion about what they do together with us. I just bought like, I bought a house. So planning that um, with my partner and really enjoying life and enjoying the moments. And I'm look, really looking forward to spring and summer because it's snowing outside of my window right now. <laughs> and I'm done with winter. <laughs> He's looking forward to the warmth. I don't blame yeah. you. Yeah. And, and your birthday coming up. So I'm going to wish you a happy birthday again. Francesco, tell everybody where they can find you and where they can flat, find Clark's Botanicals. We are available at clarksbotanicals.com. We're also sold on Goop, but clarksbotanicals.com is, is a very easy place to find us. That's where you can find them. You, um, you guys got to check it out. Francesco, I'm so honored that you 
shared your story with us. It's such an emotional journey and you have come so far and there's so much healing that has obviously gone into it and so much love and compassion that I, I can see you guys, you guys can't see this, but I can see Francesco. First of all, his skin is glowing. I moved by the fact that as we sit here and I'm watching him, I'm watching him move in his, I'm not sure if you're in a regular chair or your wheelchair. I'm in my wheelchair. Yeah. I'm watching him move his whole upper body as he talks about the fact that the doctors said he wasn't going to live, let alone be able to move or breathe on his own. It's quite awe-inspiring. So thank you so much for sharing it with us. Be sure to check out Clark's Botanicals and tune in next week for another episode of Let's Do Life. You guys, let's do life and be the happiest that we can be. Francesco, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Let's Do Life podcast with me, Autumn Calabrese. This show is produced by Will Sterling for Podcast One. Be sure to download new episodes every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at podcastone.com. And don't forget to leave a rating and review. If you love a good scary story, make sure to check out Sus. Share your scare with Brennan and Jake Taylor. Was it as crazy as the movies make it? There's rumors about the Conjuring House that there's bodies in the basement right now as we speak. And they're like, if you guys don't come out right now, we're going to send in the dogs. But we went and like hid in the closet. (laughs) And the next thing I remember, you are holding me in the ocean and I see our jet skis floating away. Get new episodes of Sus. Share your scare every Wednesday on Podcast One, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts.